Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports this week. And excited to uh, to talk with a great athlete this week. And uh, we're going to talk some uh, some social issues, some technology, and have a lot of fun with Mallory Wegeman. Uh, Mallory, a world class athlete, a gold medalist, fifteen time world champion swimmer. Uh, SB award winner and a, and a commentator and just a, a great spokesperson for for sports. But the uh, the kicker is uh, Mallory is uh, disabled and has uh, um, has been a para athlete in the Paralympics, and we're going to talk about that. And Mallory, thanks for uh, for coming on and uh, sharing your expertise. And you have a new book out as well. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And the book is Limitless, and enjoying reading it. The power of hope. Resilience to Overcome uh, Circumstance limit, and Limitless is the book title. And we'll put all the links in the show notes. And quite a journey you've had, Mallory, and uh, kind of uh, how therapeutic or how, uh, um, how good did writing the book make you feel? You know, writing Limitless was, was such a gift in so many ways. And I think having the space to this past year sit down and and relive this journey the past 13 years since my paralysis and finding a way to share my story, not just to tell my own, but to share my story in a way that will leave readers empowered to honor their own journey as well. Because I think that's the, that's the real root of finding our own limitless potential within each of us is having that space where we honor what we've traveled and survived as individuals. Yeah, that's really the theme of the book and, and kind of uh, been the theme of what you've been been preaching now for years. And uh, how has the, uh, um, the transition gone from athlete to, uh, to people kind of uh, seeking your guidance and, and your expertise and, uh, and your feelings about things? You know, it's really interesting, and, and I think, honestly, the, at the heart of it, we, we all have a story. Every single one of us has a journey, and, you know, for, for me, I, I love what I do as an athlete. I, I still love it. I, I have no plans on retiring anytime soon, but I also love being able to take the lessons I've learned through my journey in and out of the pool and bringing them to light in a way that can help others navigate through their own circumstances, because the truth is it's it's not those moments or circumstances that define us, but it's how we choose to respond. And I think there's so many elements of sports that transcend the field of play and have relatability off the field as well. And so being able to kind of take the journey I've learned since Prowse at 18 to what I've learned as a world-class athlete and bridge them together and be able to share that with other people in a way that hopefully can help them find their own light within is, um, it's what makes it all worth it. Yeah, we're with Mallory Hageman here, a para-athlete, uh, decorated, decorated athlete, and uh, um, we're talking about her book. And, and some stats, Mallory, that uh, were, were uh, brought to me, uh, 20% of the U.S. population is classified as disabled, but we have zero Fortune 500 CEOs that are disabled and only one female uh uh, representative in federal government uh, out of the 535 representatives and senators that's disabled. So are we, uh, are we lacking some representation and has there been a, a kind of a shortcoming uh, um, for all our uh, disabled citizens? You know, we, we certainly are. I think that there's, there's space for growth for sure in that conversation and we've seen a lot of it. 
Um, but, but we need to see more. And I think that that was for me, something that was very eye opening after my injury at the age of 18. And, and I really went out into a society and I felt like in 2008, after my paralysis, I, I looked to a world around me that I didn't feel represented in. And, you know, especially when you have statistics of 20% of our, our country lives with a disability, it's super important that we see representation in all aspects of life and show kind of the diversity of our communities. Um, and at the end of the day, a more inclusive society and having a more um, equal playing field ultimately is what represents all of us best. And so I, uh, I'm excited to see the growth. I, as an athlete, get very passionate about the power that the Paralympic movement has to really spark that conversation and change perception of disability, because I think so much of this is also rooted in changing the unconscious bias that a lot of us have, including myself, and I've lived with a disability for 13 years um, around disability. And so we are, we are definitely in a spot where there's still a lot of room for growth, um, but the movement has, has come a long ways over the years. And and I think kind of honoring that, acknowledging that, and then charging forward is so vital right now. Yeah, we're touching on the, the social issues, but also there's a financial and economic uh, issue as well as 75% um, of the disabled U.S. Uh, population are unemployed. And, and uh, many of these disabled Americans live below the poverty level. So uh, apparently we still have a long way to go. Yeah, we, we certainly do. And it's um, I think it's really important, too, when we're having the conversation of employment, of understanding that there, you know, when you look at diversity and inclusion in like kind of the corporate strategy, D&I, disability falls within it. And yeah. it's and it's not this. Let's just go check the box and say we have it. There is some incredible talent within the disability community that's just not going it's going completely untapped and it's untapped because we are still fighting infrastructural barriers in terms of just accessibility to get to a workplace or to get your foot in the door for an interview. Um, and then we're also fighting the, the barriers that come when there's unconscious bias at play. And so the more we can have these conversations and the more that we can change that narrative and ultimately change perception of how our society perceives disability, the, the more we're going to see the changes in employment and in more equal representation in all facets of media, entertainment, politics, um, employment, and, and on down the line. Yeah, I agree. And Limitless opens up those discussions and, uh, and, and brings to light uh, a lot of what you faced and, and your messages being heard by uh, many people with the platform you have and uh, what, what about sports Mallory something we're both connected with uh, opportunities for those with uh, disabilities in sports I know it's grown a lot it's changed a lot but uh, where can we go even to improve on that we've seen a lot of growth for certain in the sports space one of the biggest things that's happened in recent times is the United States Olympic Committee actually renamed to become the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee. Yeah. So they brought Paralympic into the name, and that, I think, has made such a bold statement. Uh, they've leveled the playing field for Operation Gold, which is how they compensate athletes at an Olympic and Paralympic Games. And now an Olympic gold medal and a Paralympic gold medal are, are 
equal in terms of what that payout is to the athlete. And so they're really driving home that we are one Team USA. And I, I think that that is such a strong message because that transcends the field of play into other aspects. And we, we often, you know, if you're a sports junkie, you talk about how much what we learn through sports transcends and brings us out into the world beyond. And I think that that's one of the strong stances that the USOPC has taken as we prepare for the LA 2028 games, which will be here in the U.S. And just knowing that we have that runway to be able to create a, a roadmap and create a roadmap to what is the legacy of Paralympic Games in 2028 going to be on our society while also not having to wait until 2028 to start that legacy. Yeah, we have seven years before that watershed moment again. A lot of attention will be focused on that. Uh, we're, com we're coming out of a pandemic, uh, hopefully here, Mallory, and, and, and Olympic Games uh, moved a year now to this year, um, as well as the Paralympic Games. Uh, um, I know you're hoping that probably goes off without a hitch as well, and uh, still, uh, still some time before L.A. in 2028. I know we're all looking forward to that. And I'm, I'm sure the message will keep growing and, and even change a little before then. I'm, I'm looking forward always to your, uh, to your viewpoints. Yes, well, I really appreciate that. And, you know, we certainly are. We are excited. Tokyo, we are now back within six months out. And I think beyond anything, obviously, I have uh, aspirations as an athlete for what I hope to achieve in Tokyo. But I think I'm most excited for what it's going to represent for bringing our world together after what has been such a challenging year for all of us yeah hopefully more uh, more added fuel to the positive message and mallory thanks so much good luck the book is great we'll put all the links and information uh, along with the segments and uh, you're definitely an inspiration uh, really enjoyed this talk wonderful thank you so much rick